Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets FX Week Ahead podcast with Derek Halpenny, Head of Research, Global Markets EMEA and International Securities. It's Friday, 29th September 2023, and joining Derek to pose some questions on the financial market themes for the week ahead is Michael Owen, MUFG's Head of Global Client Desk for EMEA in London. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Good afternoon, Derek. Afternoon, Michael. The dollar has just ended a period of sustained strength with being on a bull run since about mid-July, hitting a low of 104.88 this week. Um, Do you see this as a significant start of anything to change? Yeah, no, indeed. A a long dollar bull run record in terms of, you know, we had 10 weekly consecutive gains for DXY. So in in a sense, you know, we we were due a correction technically. The RSI as well, for example, the RSI level for, for DXY was was over 70. And that was uh, for the first time since um, since the, uh, well, actually, this week was the anniversary of the cyclical high of the dollar, 28th of September of last year. And the, the technical RSI measure over 70 got to the levels that uh, were, were um, in place back at those highs. And of course, then we went into a very sharp correction to the downside in, um, in Q4. Um, I don't certainly think we're about to go into a sustained correction weaker like we did back then. Um, I still think there's the potential for um, for for the dollar to remain a bit stronger on this occasion, but you know, technically, I've just mentioned some of the factors why a, a correction was was probably due. Um, there were some fun- fundamental stories as well this week. You know, the, the GDP data, the revision to consumption was um, pretty significant, um, down from one point seven percent in the previous estimate to just zero point eight percent. Um, and that was all largely due to weaker uh, services consumption. But the interesting point there is that, you know, 0.8 consumption uh, quarter on quarter, uh, you know, we've we've got a weak backdrop for the consumer just as we head into what will be, we think, a period in which um, the, the, the headwinds for the consumer start to pick up. Uh, so, you know, the excess savings that grew to two, two and a half trillion after COVID, um, the San Francisco Fed Reserve, for example, they estimate that's probably gone by now. Most other estimates, it's nearly gone or there or thereabouts. So I think that support for consumption is gone. The debt servicing of, of student debt, that's beginning again uh, next week. Um, and then, of course, you just have the normal timing of transmission mechanism. And, you know, as you move forward, obviously, towards the end of the year, that's going to become um, more powerful as well. So, I guess those fundamental developments and also, sorry, consumer confidence this week, the expectations component dropped nearly 10 percentage points. And that's much more linked to future patterns in in consumption. So it does all kind of stack up to potentially weaker growth. And I think that probably played into the correction to some degree. Um, But, you know, 
levels of rates, the momentum in 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 the yield market, while we've corrected a bit to the downside, it would be premature to call this a, a kind of a another top for the dollar. And I'd I'd still say that the window for dollar strength exists for the next. I'm not sure, maybe a couple of months. We, we expect to turn around before the end of the year, but um, we'd be wary, I guess, at this point in time, calling a, a top to the dollar and, a, and, and the start of something more sustained to the downside. Thank you, Derek. And looking ahead to next week, what do you think the focus will be for markets and what should we be on the lookout for? Yeah, well, I think that the obvious um, topic is is definitely going to be the government shutdown. And again, possibly this played into what we've just spoken about in terms of the correction lower in yields and, and, and the, the correction in the dollar. Um, although we should also add, of course, that the, the, the dollar sell-off, which got us to euro dollar levels over 106, we've reversed pretty all of the gains pretty much all of the gains from today so you know the dollar is still um looking resilient enough but yeah the shutdown is is crucial so that could be triggered on on sunday and it's just i've, I've sensed every day this week it's getting a, a bit more attention which i guess you'd expect given it, it kicks in on sunday um and we we have obviously there are 12 appropriation bills that cover the full financing of the the, the government departments and we had four appropriation bills passed by the House, but it seems very unlikely that they would get through the Senate. So at the moment, we have no appropriation bills passed. Whereas if you go back to the 2018-2019 government shutdown, that was you know, between the 22nd of December and the 25th of January, we had five appropriation bills that had been passed already since the beginning of that fiscal year on the 1st of October. So it was, it was a partial shutdown. And the furloughed number of workers was about 350,000. It's going to be on current situation. And of course, things could change before even the end of today. But on the on the current dynamics, with nothing passed in terms of appropriation bills, the furloughed number is going to be a lot larger. And therefore, the impact economically and then potentially markets could be a lot larger too. Not, not necessarily early next week. I think everybody's expecting a government shutdown to kick in. But obviously, if there's no progress and no kind of advancements in terms of getting at least some of these appropriation bills passed or some deal for, for, for everything to be passed, you know, I think inevitably then the markets do start to take note. And, and that could uh, add to the dynamic that we've seen towards the end of this week in terms of lower yields and, and, and a weaker dollar. Like the Fed, some Fed speakers this week have suggested, I think it was Kashkari, um, did suggest that you know it, it could play into uh, decisions at FOMC meetings, obviously on the first of November, if we were still in a government shutdown. Uh, I think whatever risks might have come from a, a rate hike at that point in time, which is still not very well priced, but um, I think there'd be no chance if if the government shutdown drags drags that long. Yeah, no, agreed, Derek. And finally, you, you've published your trade ideas in the FX Weekly this afternoon. Have you made any changes? Yeah, we, we had a long, uh, long dollar stocky trade, which was well in the money. And uh, in hindsight, we probably should have cut that uh, a week ago. Um, it seems that the Rick Spanks uh, announcement of um, selling of FX for Swedish Krona, which they will be doing in terms of uh, a hedging program, uh, 
that appears to be having um, a, a bigger impact than maybe we thought it would immediately have. And um, uh, the stocky has been the, the top performing G10 currency this week, up nearly 2.5%. Um, so uh, we, we've cut that out. Uh, and also we had a, a short sterling CAD uh, position as well. And um, given given the pretty substantial moves this week, given the uncertainties around you know government shutdown and and uh, what lies ahead, yeah, we, we've uh, we, we've cut that out as well. Um, you know, sterling has has bounced back um, uh, a lot in the last couple of days, just on the back of the weaker dollar. And um, if what tends to happen if the dollar goes into a period of depreciation. Um, CAD tends to underperform other G10 currencies. Um, so in that sense, we, we thought it was best to, to cut that position as well. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're flat having run those two positions. We'll see how things pan out early next week in terms of uh, the government shutdown. Um, but I, I think overall, uh, the, the key point I'd make to listeners is it's, I feel, still a bit premature to be thinking we're, we're at the point of a turnaround for the dollar. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens early next week and then um, update our trade views then next week. Thank you very much, Derek, and wishing everyone a good week ahead. Thanks, Michael. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and reach out to your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.